I'm Pastor Tim, and welcome to The Two Greatest. This is episode 1,356. So, it's a little word, but we often overlook it. And little words tend to slip on by without much notice. But words like but, if, and, the, so, words like that are tiny, but they're mighty. One of those small but mighty words is found in the most famous verse in all the Bible, and its significance is often misunderstood, but it has great impact on how we love. Let's talk about so. This podcast, as you know, is about the greatest commandments. The greatest commandments are, as Jesus told us, to love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love others in our everyday life as we have been loved. And that's the secret to so. You know by now I'm referring to John 3.16, so let's just say it together. Okay, everybody now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can do it just out loud. Say it together. Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So, what's up with the so? For God so loved the world. How do you take that? What do you think it means? Is it just a throwaway word, or is it important? Often we think that so, God so loved the world, refers to the amount of love that God has. God loved the world this much that he gave his only son. And of course, there's a sense in which that's true. But in the Greek, we get a deeper insight. The Greek word hutos, translated so in English, actually means thus, or in this manner. Say, okay, Pastor Tim, what's the big deal? Well, Scott Stein wrote, When we read, God so loved the world, and we think it means God loved the world so much, our focus is immediately on us. It makes the Father's motivation for sacrificing His Son the amount of love for humanity, as if He simply couldn't do without us and would do anything to get us back. But when we read, this is how God loved the world, in this manner, or thus, it reveals something about God. It reveals to us something about God's nature, the nature of his love, namely that it is entirely boundless and selfless and gracious. It's not because he needed us that God loved us this way, but quite the reverse. It's because we needed God. So, here's the great question. As you think about the word God so loved the world, what difference would it make if you began to understand it as not the amount of love, but the manner in which God loved. Let's pray. Father, we come with a humble heart, trying to understand a deeper meaning behind this very familiar verse, John 3.16. We know that you so love the world, and we know that you have great love for the world. There is an amazing amount of love for us. But help us to get beyond the amount to the manner. Help us to understand that your love for us was in this way. You loved us by this means. God, give us wisdom so we can get behind the word and then live out the word ourselves. As we see the depth of your love for us, the way in which you chose to do it by sending your son as a sacrifice for the sin of the world, 
and then you ask us to walk in your footsteps, we're challenged. We're humbled. God, we admit that we don't know how to love that boundlessly and unconditionally. We need your help. In this Christmas season, we're going to be challenged to love those that we don't really want to love. Help us to so love them in the manner in which you have already so loved us. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for episode 1357. In the meantime, John Piper put the point on it. He said, meditate on this, this Advent. God's love was very costly, very powerful, very rugged, very painful. The meaning of the Christmas celebration is that God so loved the world. What difference would it make to understand that one little word differently for you? I hope it breathes some fresh life into John 3.16. The wonder of the gospel in its nature is not just about the amount of God's love. It's the way in which God chose to love us. He wants you to love with that same kind of love. So...